Welcome to the world's fastest growing podcast that interviews random Todds and asks them unpredictable questions in a series of wacky segments. Here at the Toddcast, we believe every Todd has a story and we want to hear it. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of the Toddcast. Today, we have filmmaker and director Todd Felderstein. Find him on Instagram at Todd Makes Photos. And that's photos, F-O-T-O-S. Mm. Hey, Todd, how are you doing today? Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, I'm great. <laughs> Thanks for having me. This is quite an honor. So thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to jump right in and start uh, learning a little bit more about you here, Todd, in our first segment. Once upon a Todd. All right. So this is Once Upon a Todd. This is a time to tell the listeners who you are uh, and what you want them to know about you. So the floor is yours, Todd. Oh, my Lord. Once Upon a Todd is hilarious, by the way. Everything is really <laughs> funny about this. So, wow, this is great. So what do, you, what do your listeners want to know about me? Well, I'm originally from – well, I was raised in Maryland, in Baltimore, Maryland. So I'm an East Coaster as well. I came nice. out here a while ago, came out to LA and uh, my ascent, I guess, hopefully it's an ascent to where I am today. Um, I started out as a photographer and uh, very much of a visual guy. However, I have lots of hyphens, way too many hyphens if you ask me, but lots of hyphens and they <laughs> are, so it's photography. Uh, I direct theater, quite a bit of theater. Oh wow! Uh, nice. I'm also an editor. And obviously, filmmaker, um, direct movies. I, a writer, I've worked in television, uh, worked in a lot in independent, independent film. So, hyphen, 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 hyphen. And I've even acted a, a handful of, I've acted a little bit, although I, I don't wear that hat very frequently anymore. So, jack, so yes. of all, jack of all trades. Well, yeah. yes and no. You know, everything sort of supports the whole director thing, but yes, right. yes, jack of all trades. Uh, it's it's a little annoying. I have a little bit too many hyphens, but you know, along the way, you, you have to learn. And and what happens is, yeah. is that, especially when you come up in, in entertainment and you say, look, I'm a director and everybody says, what have you done? And your, mm -hmm. your resume is very small. What you wind up doing is doing everything else. So, and you do it and you tend to get pretty good at it if you do it more and more. And then you mm -hmm. suddenly get known as that. And then you go, well, no, this is not who I am and not really where I want to be. So you, you cut that cord and you do something else in order to go and work as a director. And then yes, you, you realize you have to eat and food is good. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so you wind up doing something else. Or the other thing is, is that you can't afford to hire somebody else. It's like, oh, I can't afford to hire a, uh, you know, whatever, a producer, an editor or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you, you figure out along the way and, and mm. suddenly you're doing everybody else's projects. Um, mm. But then that's really what happens. I mean, this is, a, this is a very much of a creative industry with lots of tentacles and you need all those tentacles to really feed in to your main project. But if you mm -hmm. don't have, if you can't afford those other arms or that support, then you learn how to do it yourself. And that's, wow. that's very much of what my background is. Um, however, I'm a I'm very much of a visual guy. I'm a visual artist. 
Uh, I still teach photography every once in a while. I'm on I'm on staff with the school out here, a really wonderful photography school out here. So I do do boutique classes, and uh, I'm part of the actor studio as a director. And uh, you know, I'm happiest when I'm with a camera and directing. But I love theater. I love working with actors, and thankfully, that's been it's been doing all right for me. Nice. Sounds like you're you're a pretty pretty busy man there. Yeah. <laughs> These days, I mean, the strangest thing is with this pandemic, I haven't been, I've been incredibly busy. It hasn't wow. stopped. So That's it's, good. yeah, it's, it's, it's good and it's odd at the same time, but it's, but I'll take it. Right. So with the, um, with the photography, what kind yes. of, what genre, do you have a specialty genre? Are you like a landscapes, uh, cities? Sure. I started out in portraits. Yeah. So I started out in portraits and then um, Hmm. I did a lot of advertising work. So when I moved out here, I was working for a couple of different ad agencies and a couple of PR agencies and I was their go-to guy. So I would go out and shoot their brochures or shoot their manuals or shoot their uh, products. Or, I mean, it was really, it was quite vast, but it was all based around um, PR and advertising agencies. And then I was doing a lot of portraits. And of course, it's LA. So I shot headshots and headshots and headshots, <laughs> right. and, headshots and headshots forever <laughs> and ever. Um, but today, it's today you would say it's uh, more lifestyle and portraits. And lifestyle, okay. the difference between lifestyle and, and say commercial is that you have a, a lot more smiles, um, typically in lifestyle. So when you, when you start getting into, into fashion, and it's commercial work. People, you know, trying to sell products. So it's a yes. lot more geared towards products and less towards the person. And hmm. I'm more people oriented. So I bring out things in people. I bring out emotion. Yeah. I bring out whatever, which is also is a, a direct uh, transition to my directing. So those those two definitely overlap. Oh, that's wow. awesome. Can you? I know Michael was looking for headshots recently. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to do a screen. I'll do a screen capture right now. And you can use it. Perfect. The- <laughs> uh, that'd be great. We're, we need that. We're trying to, trying to put the Toddcast out there to everybody. So we need professional headshots, <laughs> yeah. of course. Oh, of course. It's the logical next step here. <laughs> yes. yes. You, want a screen, you want a screen capture? I'll press the button. <laughs> He's a real pro. No. <laughs> there you <Yes>. go. <laughs> So what made you do the transition? I know you say you kind of started in the photography realm with like still photos. Right. I guess what was that uh, that step into filmmaking? And I guess what are some of the key differences from your perspective? Oh, sure. Well, I mean, the obvious is still versus motion. But I'll <laughs> tell you, the funniest thing is, and, and this was a while ago. So this is, you know, this was back in the 90s. So when I came out and I was talking to, um, I needed a job. And I would mm-hmm. go to photo studios you know, very high-end photo studios, and I would say, look, I, I want to be an assistant. And they would say, okay, great. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? And I'd say, directing movies. And hmm. they'd say, hmm. And, and they wouldn't necessarily, but that was very honest for me. And yeah. the funny thing is, is that today, if you were to say that, they'd say, okay. Because today it's defined as still and motion. So if you look at mm-hmm. a lot of photographers and you look at their websites or whatever else, they have a category for still work, and then they have a category for motion work. So it's very acceptable. But back when I was coming up, it was not acceptable. You were one or the other. So I sort of shot myself in the foot a little bit. Due to technical difficulties, we lost Todd's microphone signal. So we had to restart the system and pick up here very naturally, of course. Ah, okay. 
So, so I started in photography and, um, I mean, I was one of the guys who, who as a kid, I always had a camera in my hand and I was, all, I mean, my, my parents had, the funny thing is my parents had wedding presents, which were camera gear and they knew nothing about cameras. So I was the kid, the little kid who would pick up the cameras and the Polaroid cameras. And I was always running around the house shooting with a Polaroid and then my first Pentax. And at the same Ooh. time, they also had, uh, they were given a Super 8 movie projector. Suddenly, you know, I'm not 25, but a, a, <laughs> a Super 8 movie projector and also a movie camera. So I was always running around shooting movies. Um, I mean, really, as like a five-year-old. And wow. then the rest of the time, I, I would go into the basement and rent. Oh, my God, this is really going to tell you how old I am. And I would, go to the, <laughs> I would go to the library and rent Super 8 movies, you know, the real oh, yeah. And I would watch yeah. the Little Rascals and the Great Train Robbery. And yep. I don't remember. Um, gosh, I really don't remember the other ones. But I would project them on the wall and sit there and, and just watch movies. And that was that was my childhood. So, oh, wow. you know, something was there. Something mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. you know. And then coming out here, so, um, so what happened is I, I was looking for a job and I would go to photo studios as an assistant. And I'd say, look, I want to learn from you guys. I want to be an assistant. And they would say, where, where do you see yourself in five years? And I would say, mm-hmm. uh, directing movies. And those two, even though that's widely acceptable today, it wasn't acceptable back in those days. So I huh. wound up, um, I wound up producing, I wound up starting from the ground up, you know, I was a PA production assistant and I got coffee for some of the best of them. And then went from there <laughs> to a, to a assistant coordinator, to a coordinator, to a production manager, to a line producer, ultimately to a producer. So I did the whole route in oh, wow. indie film and commercials and trailers and all that stuff, all at the same time, directing lots of theater and yeah. keeping my director hat, you know, tightly in my back pocket, knowing this is really where yeah. I want to be. So, <laughs> so I became very familiar with the, with the set and editing. And then, you know, uh, I mean, film schools are so popular today. I'm not condoning them, but I'm not poo-pooing them either. Yeah. Um, I wound up going to a film school out here, which was a community college that really allowed me just to jump in and make films. I didn't mm-hmm. want to go through all the academia. I didn't want to go and get into the politics. I wanted to go yep. to school and make film. So I got into one. It was inexpensive, and I started shooting movies, you know, right away. Sweet. And uh, it was the same one. It predates you guys, but if you know the Hughes brothers, um, I came in right as they were coming out. So okay. they were – you know, they were, they were sort of the big show and they, they went in at 20 years old. So they got a feature. They were like the Sundance darlings at 20 years old and they popped out and they sort of exploded. Wow. Um, I don't yeah. know if they've done anything recently. I think the last one they did was, it was a really cool movie. A, it's going to sound like every other one, a guy walking <laughs> through the desert, <laughs> post-apocalyptic world. Um, yeah. I guess I that know. that you gives me a question. What's uh, one of the favorite scenes you've shot in so far in your career? Ooh, that's a great mm. question. Um, yeah, that's a really good, great question. I tell you, the funny thing is, is that, is that um, with me, when I work with, I had someone ask me this question the other day, and they because I'm, I do a lot of theater and I created this online theater platform during the mm-hmm. pandemic. And somebody said to me, you know, when you're watching somebody else's play, do you wish you were directing it? Huh. And I said, no, but I do see beats that they miss. 
and I wish that they would hit those beats. And sometimes when I see my own productions, I go, oh, there's a beat that I missed or there's a beat that I missed. So, mm-hmm. so that's one big thing. But as far as scenes, there's a collab- I did a bunch of collaborative films. Okay. You could do a whole podcast on those, but it's a collaborative <laughs> film. There's, there's multiple directors on them. Yeah. And um, I did one where my DP, my director of photography, happens to be David Fincher's lighting designer today. And we created this set where he was, it was about a guy who was, who was on death row. And uh-huh. it's a, it's a film called last statement. And he's okay. giving his last statement before execution. And he's sitting in a warehouse and he's surrounded by candles and it's really gently lit. And it's a beautiful scene. It really is a beautiful scene. So oh, yeah. wow. that's something that I really enjoyed. Uh, nice. But, but I'm, I'm very moved by performances. So uh, even though I have such a, such a visual eye, um, yeah. when I can give a direction to an actor, if an actor comes in going left and I give him a direction where they go right and that right is, is right, mm-hmm. uh, meaning that they are able to really blossom and really find something there, I, I love it. I mean, you, that's a, it's, like a, it, you know, it's like Phil Jackson saying to Jordan, you know, go, go this way, and then he goes and he scores. Yeah. Um, that's just a great feeling. So I, I get exactly. a lot of feeling. I get, I get a, you know, my butterflies when, when I give a direction <laughs> and they, and they score. Quite yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. I've got a, I got another question, not to sure. sound like a job interview, but like, I like doing like, I, I record music and I like doing audio. Yeah. So I guess like, and I know I fail a lot. So like, what's been like the biggest failure you've had along the way, like either in photography, filmmaking and all that. Sure. Well, if you do a shoot, if you do a shoot and it doesn't turn out the way you want it, yeah, don't hold on to it. So, mm. And this is don't hold on to it. And what happened with me is that I did a shoot. It's a long time ago, and it was a it was it was a calendar shoot, believe it or not. So I had this beautiful girl in my studio in a bikini, walking around doing her thing, and the shoot was okay. It wasn't yeah. great, but it was only okay. And um, you know, everything worked out, but it hit me really hard. And I yeah. held on to it for a long time, way too long, <laughs> and way too long. And, uh, you know, there's a perfectionist aspect to my, not that I do perfect work, but I sure. really want to do my best. And when that doesn't happen, I hold on to it a little bit too long and I can't really shake it loose. Hmm. So, um, yeah, so that that is one um I worked for Marvel Studios for a little while, and oh, wow. uh, I did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy as a in in editing as an assistant editor. Awesome! And I am a horrible assistant editor. Horrible, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> so, um, so that is one of my my failures, and uh, in that I'm just you know, it and it, the job of an assistant editor is to support your editor, and mm-hmm. I don't think that way. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm certainly organized, but I don't think that way. I'm sort of thinking story. I'm thinking, you know, creatively, my brain's out there. And your job yeah. when you're an assistant, anything is to support whoever you're supporting. Yeah. And I just, yeah. my brain doesn't stop at that. It, I did it for, believe me, I did it for a long time. I mean, as I was telling you, my various jobs, I was an assistant for a while. I mean, 25 mm-hmm. years ago. And I have assisted wonderful wonderful producers and studio heads and all the rest and i learned a lot and Mm -hmm. in that world that was fine 
But in this yeah. big machine of which, you know, some of these big blockbusters are, um, that's just not, if I'm directing, that's one thing. But outside of that, my brain just doesn't, it refuses to go there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's it. Cool. Well, yeah. Well, thank, yeah. Thank you. Oh, sure. Good question. <laughs> well, that is going to roll us right on into the next segment. What if Todd was one of us? Yes. yes that is yes, so yes. funny, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> really well, I mean, the people have the question. Everyone thinks every day when they get in these crazy scenarios, they're like, what? What would Todd do in this situation? <laughs> yeah. So we just we bring that and give it. We put it out to the people. So with this situation, yes. we've all been there. The waiter hands you your food at a table. And they say, "Enjoy your meal," and your inherent response is, "You too." Same goes with if you're at a movie theater and you get your your popcorn and your snacks, and they're like, "Enjoy your show," and you say, "You too." So. I know I always feel like an idiot in those situations where I where I tell them you two and they're obviously not watching the movie. They're not eating. How do you recover from that? Or you just do you just take it in? What do you do in that situation if you were to say you two or, you know, hmm. Hmm. in the back of my mind, I, my internal voice sometimes is much louder than my external voice. So, <laughs> so my internal voice is going, "You idiot!" But and my external voice is smiling. It's just like, yeah. oh, and then move on, just move on. So, um, yeah, I mean, as you, as we discussed earlier, I sometimes I hold on to things a little bit longer than than yeah. need be. So. Yeah. Um, I try to let it go. Just let it go. Let it flow. Yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, I need to take that that advice because, I mean, like two years and like three days ago, I had this exact situation happen and I still <laughs> think about it daily. And so I've done this in – I've done both in the same – in both of these situations. And I have, I guess, two kind of stories with it. Okay. The first one was with the, I guess, enjoy your meal mm-hmm. and the – the waiter told me that and I said, you too. And then I pulled out the other chair next to me and had them tried to get them to sit down next to me. And I was just going to share my meal with them. <laughs> just to, <laughs> they oh, they obviously that. did not accept. And I, I had a different waiter come to me afterwards, but still like that's, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess creeped out the waiter. I, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's not the right Whatever. thing to do. And then with the movie, um, I actually, I did the, kind of the same thing. I invited them to come watch the movie with me. And mm. once again, that did not work out. So I, I guess my, if I was a Todd, I would say don't invite the waiter or the um, movie theater cashier to come eat the food or watch a movie with you. Unless. Would you do that? Well, oh, would unless. You, there, there's an unless. Unless. Ooh, yes. Unless your waiter is a waitress. I'm still a bachelor. No. So if your Ooh, waiter yeah. is a waitress I, and I, you have some kind of chemistry there and she's willing to give up her job in order to go and dine with you, then I would yes. say absolutely. And if the Which, same goes with your cashier. Mm. Yeah, that so happens. if your cashier is, you know, you never know. You never know. That's they, true. Love may be on the horizon. I, mm. I'm a bachelor as well, and I've had so many women just want to throw their careers away just to be with me. It's nice to hear someone else have that rationale behind it. Uh, some people absolutely. think it's crazy, but it's just. No, it's never. <laughs> never. Never. It's because, you know, what would bread do? 
Like, yes. <laughs> it's all. It's, <laughs> what, what would bread, bread do? What mm. would bread do? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I mean, everyone out there. I mean, I guess don't hold on to it. We all make this. Don't mistake, hold on to it. Yes, exactly. I mean, my ha- voice. Have inside, you done- I would say, boy, I'm such an idiot, or whatever. I'd yeah. smile or say or say something, but move yeah. on. Just keep on moving yeah. on. What about Let you, Michael? Go. Have you ever have you been in this situation? Yeah, normally in these, I like to double down the awkwardness and just like kind of over explain why I said you too. And <laughs> oh. it just makes it makes it worse. I'm like, well, now I feel awkward. So you're going to and they already right. probably felt awkward that I said it. But I just want to make sure that they also feel. So then we're just bonding together that way. And so, like, yeah, I guess with the awkwardness <laughs> brought up on a scale of one to ten, how mm. would you the responses I gave earlier? How would you rate my reactions on an awkward scale of one to ten? Talking to me or Todd? Both of you. I need mm. I need this advice to know how awkward I really that really was. I would give it a three. I mean, yeah, I, oh, it wasn't that awkward. No, no, I think that was a okay. smooth recovery. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. It, yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I I I was giving it way too many. Yeah, <laughs> you were really taking feel, it home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, I I've been dwelling on it for so long. Um, I guess guess that's the right thing to do. No, they're they're bigger fish out there. According to Michael and Todd, that that's the best thing to do. Probably is just invite your waiter to sit down, waiter or waitress to sit down with you, enjoy your meal, or your cashier to come watch the movie with you, or Or just let it go. Or or just let it go. Yes, and laugh it off. Find the humor in everything. Just find the humor. Laugh it off. All right. It's like when you're on the phone, you're on the phone with somebody and you yeah. know, they're, they're all those automatic, hello, how are you? And it's the same thing when you, you really don't want to know how these people are. You pick up the phone and yeah. you say, hey, how are you? It's like, <laughs> why am I saying that? And it's the same thing at the end. You know, you, you finish mm-hmm. off a call, typically if it's business and you say, have a nice day, whatever. And sometimes you anticipate how people are going to end their call yep. and you answer it inappropriately yeah. because you say to them, <laughs> You say to them one thing, they say to you another, and you're yep. completely in two different ballparks. And yeah. you're like, okay, well, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Same difference. I guess with, with the with the have a nice day, has anyone ever checked up to see how your day really went <laughs> after they told you to have a nice day? That would be very <laughs> funny. I like that. Like I told you to have a nice day. Let me. How was? How has your day been? Text like me periodic later. updates through the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just just text me. Yeah. Text me. Somebody should I don't up think, with, you should come up with that app, like a nice day app, just to, just to say, I like this. So just to check in, how is your day going? And mm. just, you know, it could be a scale from one to five. And if the day isn't going well enough, then you have to do something in order to goose their day. Oh, hey, I like it. Copyrighted. Very altruist. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> also could be a great way to get uh, your phone number blocked from all your friends. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's true. But like, why are you so interested in my day? <laughs> just every day. Just, I don't want to. Just tell me about your day. I'm a, I'm a great friend. <laughs> Stay away from me. I don't have my own life. I need, I need yours. <laughs> How did you get this number? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> it's just like Hope all the telemarketers that call you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Three weeks later, you, you you text the telemarketer like, "Hey, uh, or your Uber driver." <laughs> I really hope you've had a great day. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, well, you know what else is funny, Brad? It's time to prod Todd. <laughs> His face. 
<laughs> All right, you, you heard it here first. Uh, it's time to prod Todd. So this Uh-oh. is it's not as intimidating. It's just a series of random questions. I thought you said intimate. <laughs> uh, the first question being, what is the last thing that you ate? Oh, eggs. Ooh, Today, yum. I had eggs. Yeah. Eggs and Scrambled? Eggs and- poached? No, they were – well, it started out as an omelet, but they stuck to the pan. So it was three eggs – one yolk, two egg whites, uh, and then I had, and then I had, oh, and then I had some uh, vegan sausages to go with my eggs. Ooh, so, yes, that was it. Yum, nice. But so the omelet what? turned into scrambled. It was, yeah, it was good. But you said the last thing was actually mm. a vegan oatmeal cookie. Ooh. How was so it? They, it was very good. I went to the farmers market today and picked Ooh. up a vegan oatmeal cookie, and that was my big split. So that oh, was so, the last thing that I. So it was fresh. Ish. Very fresh, fresh ish. <laughs> but three, but still, three bucks for a cookie is a lot for a cookie. But yeah, eh. it's a farmer's market for it's you. It's a farmer's market. <laughs> yeah, it is. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, yummy. So, yes. Yeah, this, that kind, this kind of rolls into the, um, I guess, the theme of the show. But what movie title best explains your life right now and why? Ooh! Hmm. Oh my God! Um, <laughs> uh, there, this is going to be loaded, and you'll probably laugh. But um, oh gosh! <laughs> but there's a there's a there's a book that I optioned, and it was made into a movie a long time ago, and it was called Way of the Peaceful Warrior, hmm. and uh, by Dan Millman. If you've ever read the book or if you've ever seen the movie, uh, I optioned it to turn into a musical. Believe it or not, a play, and then huh. all of a sudden, theaters shut down because of the pandemic. So I'm Sitting and waiting and sitting and waiting and sitting and waiting. But yeah, you know, because I'm I'm not a I'm not a hateful guy. Let's put it that way. And that's good, uh, huh? <laughs> and uh, but but nonetheless, I I tend to be a little bit um, of a workaholic and a little bit relentless. So so, yeah. but you know, so you put those two things together. So I would go with that. So peaceful warrior. Yeah, I like peaceful it. Peaceful warrior. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you have any? Google answer? it. <laughs> I, I just Googled it up right now. I'm, I'm, I'm checking it out. Okay. <laughs> using, using my eyes to read. It's, I'll probably keep that nice. tab there until after the show. Peaceful Warrior. <laughs> um, I think the book is PeacefulWarrior.com. And then my my show is PeacefulWarriorMusical.com. Ooh. Bam. So you can do either one. There, there's a couple plugs. All right. Hmm. Nice. What about you, Michael? Do you have a uh, movie title you can think of? Dude, I don't know why I always think of School of Rock when I'm asked about movies. <laughs> it's not appropriate for what this conversation is. I'm not like over here with a bunch of kids of rock? rocking out. Just <laughs> oh, Michael man, has that's... 32 kids in his room right now. And they're all playing guitar. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Taking a weird turn. Yeah, oh, man. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you have some. You have you have some pretty intense stuff going on in your life. I know. I got back pain right now. Is there a movie about yeah. back pain? Really? <laughs> uh, uh, Million Dollar Baby? Is, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like everyone, I mean, I could be generic and say like Parasite. Oh, no, not Parasite. Just kidding. <laughs> that, I keep mixing up Parasite with what's that one that uh, is actually about a pandemic? Uh, uh, 28 weeks later. No. Oh, uh, man. It, uh, are you talking about the one with Brad Pitt a long time ago? Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, I, I think 12 it's Brad monkeys? Pitt. 12 Monkeys? No. Oh, Contagion. That's what I'm thinking of. Contagion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven yes. 
Okay. I'm, I'm going to take yeah. the the, the low-hanging fruit there and say Contagion okay. because of okay. the world That's we're in, smart. even though it's not that it. dire. It's either that yeah, or School of Rock, so there you go. Brad, what, what, what is yours? Nowhere, nowhere in between. <laughs> it's, <laughs> nowhere together. between. it's a musical. That, that's it's, a movie right there. It's still a musical yeah. about a pandemic. <laughs> oh, God. School of Rock slash Contagion. <laughs> Mick... <laughs> School online school of rock because you can't you have to do virtual school, school of rock of now. Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sitting at their computers at a Zoom meeting with their instrument. <clears throat> yes, it just horribly all comes together, just so out of yes. time. Out of it, it would be great. It would put oh. Hamilton I'm, in shame. I'm, I'm already writing it down. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Just give us like a credit at the very yes, end, maybe. Done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done. Brad, what is yours before I ask him the next question? Oh, mine? Yeah, what's um, your movie title? I went, I went golfing last week, so <laughs> I would say Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Oh. Yeah, is that, your, I, is I that stopped, your swing? Yes, it's my swing. I, I got in a fight with Bob Barker. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. It, yeah, Shooter McGavin was there. It was a real weird situation. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it It basically was Happy Gilmore, actually. So mm. How was your game? No, uh, it was wasn't great. I, no? I, shot a, I shot a 92. 92. <laughs> Really? That's not yeah. bad. That that's yeah, a respectable a, game in my well. books. Yeah. Yeah. I did, did all right. Did you that's wear the penguin why I have shirt? A lot of back pain. I I did wear the penguin shirt actually. It's my uh, lucky golf shirt and my lucky podcasting shirt. So. See, you could have said Caddyshack if you even know what Caddyshack mm. is. Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. I haven't. <laughs> all right. You, you rolling this along, Michael? You got another oh, question? Jeez. Yeah, I do. All right. So. Yes. Okay. Yes. His answer is yes. This is a good one. All right. So would you rather look very happy when sad things happen or look very sad when good things happen? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I would rather look very happy when sad things happen because I want to be happy when happy things happen. Yeah, that's you true. Know, yeah, that's so, true. Yes. So you, okay, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't be sad when happy things happen. That's yeah. that's that's horrible. But, yeah, because you're sad when sad things happen still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I would be I yeah, would be so. as long as I could keep the default of being happy when happy things happen, then I'll yeah. be Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. I don't want to be yeah, Pollyanna, but you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know Pretty how genuine. that's gonna people are gonna be very upset at you, but at least yeah. they'll be, they'll be like, eh, maybe you're, maybe you're shining a light. Maybe you're bringing, bringing yes. the mood up for people and stuff. So I, I think that, that that's a good way to look it, at it. You're going to find that Todd, actually, I'm very curious about that, about this is that, um, Todd's tend mm. to be kind people. There's something mm. about Todd, the name Todd, same with Scott, Todd's and Scott's are sort of interchangeable. Like I, <laughs> this, I'll get these Scott names. I'll get Scott. People yeah. say, hey, Scott. People who I've known for years will go, Scott. I'm like, what? And they'll say, oh, I don't know why they came up. But that happens all the time. If you ask Todd, what? if you ask another Todd, what name do you normally get called when it's not yeah. Todd? They'll say, Scott. We've, yeah, we've heard that a couple times, actually, yeah. yes. from some of the Todds. I wonder yes. if that's the same with Scott's. Do Scott's get Todd's? Ooh, get Todd's? That's a good question. Get todded. Get todded. Yeah, I like to... that verb. You've been todded. <laughs> You've been todded. That's good. You've been todded. You've been todded. Very nice. Oh, man. Hmm. Oh, so what's your opinion on the five second rule for food? Mm. Oh, no. That's way too short. 
Uh, I'm, oh, it's way yeah, too yeah. short. Oh, it's way too short. So three no, it's, day, three day rule. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe not. But I would go up to about fifteen seconds. I'm not a five okay. second Ooh. person. I would say fifteen so, seconds is good. Do you ha- do you have like a deviation? Like, can you go three three seconds over, or are you like strictly at fifteen? Like at sixteen yeah. seconds, the germs are just like just it depends on the food. This. It depends on okay. the food. If the food is mushy and is like being absorbed into the floor, then mashed potatoes. Then, then I rule that out. But if yeah. it's something that's a little bit harder and and almost bounces off the floor, then I think we're good to go. Because I look hmm. at so that shell. Yes. Let's say what would what would be a good example? Jello. Mashed potatoes was very good. So if it's mashed, yeah, potatoes, mashed potatoes. If a mashed potato hits the floor, sorry, three seconds, I'm going to stick to it. But if it's a okay. jelly bean. A jelly, a jelly bean. bean. Jelly bean can Yo, be there. jelly bean can be there for, for months. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Jelly bean's got a, like, protective shell on the outside yeah, of it. You're good. No <laughs> you, find it, you find it under the couch when you're moving out of your apartment. You're like, oh, <laughs> jelly bean. <laughs> it's still good. Still like, good. it's perfect. Yes. Jelly beans, grapes. Uh, like, you know, you're, you're washing yeah. grapes in the sink. One escapes and cool. hits the floor. You're like, yeah. it's okay. We're back. Yeah. So, now, does yeah. it matter like what part of the floor? Cause like if it rolls under like the little cabinet, sh- like little cabinet yes. area where like it seems mm. dusty or if, if it's, it's in the a, middle of the floor, yeah. no, I guess that kind of floor. brings it. Yeah. 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 Like if, if it's, yeah, if it's hidden, if you're good, if it's going into some nether region where yeah. it's dark and dusty, I would almost say let's leave it for the next generation of people who are going to so like, this <laughs> Yes. So, like, if, if if you if you drop it as a grape and you find it as a raisin, <laughs> do you still eat it? Because <laughs> now it's a different it's a it's a different food completely. It depends on how long it's does been the, since I've made a movie. Does the rule apply? <laughs> if I haven't worked in a really long time, then I eat it. And, yeah, that makes <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I guess the like the condition of the the condition of the floor matters too because like yes. yeah. hardwood versus hardwood versus a carpet or like yes. yeah. if you're in like a parking lot, Ooh. of course you're not going to parking your, lot. Like, yes, if you yeah, drop, yeah. Like, drop my yogurt, mashed potatoes, yogurt. Well, yeah, my yogurt. Your yogurt. If you're, yeah, if you're like, walking oh. out of a supermarket and yeah. you, you drop your yogurt, I wouldn't scoop yeah. the yogurt back into the can and go. Into the jar and go, life is good. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I we're good. That, yeah, that, I think mm. that yogurt would be retired. Mm. That makes Probably. sense. Yes. I think this would be a this might be a good question to uh, post post yes. and have people get some get some feedback on this. I is, like it. Yeah. 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 There's, there's, a, there's a lot going on here. Because like yes. we yeah, have a lot of Yeah, we have two dogs, and that's always a rule I look for. I, I look for the hairs. Because yeah. like yeah. we could adjust <laughs> clean. It could be like a super clean surface. <laughs> right. But those yeah. hairs, I mean, they just stick around. Well, I don't know. Well, like Makes like sense. mashed potatoes, if yeah. it falls on the floor, like you can take like the two thirds of that and keep mm. the bottom third there, and you're, you're oh, good. True. It's got a pro- it's got a protective <laughs> layer there. Right. Like you leave a third of the potatoes, but you still get potatoes. Brad, mm. how, how often do you eat mashed potatoes? It okay. Sounds like too off, much. off the floor or <laughs> <laughs> just in general. When was the last time you had mashed potatoes? It's been. More than oh, it's it was actually like four days ago. Well, oh, okay. yeah, it's, yeah, still on your brain. You've got mashed but, potatoes. But, 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 <laughs> before that, it's probably been like a year. So, oh, wow, I'm uh, not a big potato man. Ah, uh, I haven't had a mashed potato <laughs> in a really long time. But well, now now I'm jonesing for some mashed potatoes. So yeah, just yeah, don't so, drop them. Yeah, I will not. After this, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go to the store and start mashing potatoes. 
Oh, oh. Well, I'm still in the in store. The store. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna be like, out in the parking <laughs> lot. Just this. Exactly. You get kicked out of the store. There's a guy over here punching all the potatoes. <laughs> get, Just get with him his out of here. hands and mashing them. <laughs> what's, what's going on? He's walking oh. around the produce aisle with a, with a potato <laughs> masher. Did he pay for that? Nah. He's a madman. No, no. <laughs> that's huh. so craziness. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's your opinion on the five second <laughs> rule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Good question. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> What is something that we do not have a disposable version of, but we should? Mm, um, a disposable version of that we should. We do not have a disposable. It's a, mm. Let me think. Wow. Off the top of my head, I have no idea. A disposable. Mm. Lamp. A, a disposable <laughs> lamp. You probably, I think. I think you bring up a great point. I think our whole life is disposable. Everything <laughs> right. we have today is disposable. That's one yeah. of the and, reasons we're right. in this mess. What what defines something as disposable? Yes. You can dispose of anything. Pretty much. Technically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's, I would say we needed. I mean, I could say a disposable. Hmm. Hey, there's a fly in here suddenly, or a bee. Disposable, <laughs> a fly. disposable and insects. Disposable <laughs> insects. I think. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I think yeah, like, really, that's our that's our big issue. Is we have a world right. that, of everything is disposable, yeah. so everything's. I don't want to get environmental on you guys. <laughs> but, well, uh, my, my first thought for some reason was toilets, but like I don't know why you would need a disposable toilet. Ooh. Like they're doing fine being permanent. <laughs> yes. They're doing they're doing great unless you're like out and about. Yeah, and you don't it's have like a toilet. It's like a quick and you build just like toilet. you pop it up. You mm. pop it up, but they're and probably, it's biodegradable. They, I would imagine that. I don't know how you, that exists. I would imagine it probably, it does. probably should. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I would well, imagine there's some kind of camper thing where you set it up and then press a button and everything collapses on itself and then you're good to yeah. go. Or like the so, pants that you turn that turn into a chair that you can sit down in your pants. They have like the, the, instead of instead of it turning into a chair, it turns into I a toilet. Like that. Wow! <laughs> I like that. That's amazing. That's I'm wearing weird. my pants <laughs> my slash pants toilet chair. today. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Mm. Does that really exist? Yeah. Uh, pants, I, I think so. The I, I think I've seen it. That's great. I'm sure Ooh. someone's been on Shark Tank with it or something. That's funny. Hmm. Disposable bongos, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. That's a tough question. It's probably um, probably with the pandemic. I would say disposable mm. mouthpieces for musical instruments. Ooh. So you can go and and you know play, and then you just take your mouthpiece and throw it away. It's like I grew up as a trumpet player, so yeah. It, disposable mouth. You play, take that mouthpiece, toss it, hmm. have something new that doesn't cost you an arm and a leg. How's that? Fair enough. Okay. I like it. Brad, you're on mute. You muted yourself. I don't know how. Don't know why. I don't know how. But for some reason, I, for some reason, I, I was not thinking of woodwind instruments, and I was thinking of why would you need a disposable yes. mouthpiece for your guitar? Like I'm playing guitar, I need this disposable mouthpiece. <laughs> some mouth just guard. <laughs> just, Brass. just so I don't grind my teeth. Um, yes. Now that's a, that's a pretty. I mean. I think, like we said, what defines something is disposable. I know. So, I mean, everything is disposable. Sadly, everything. So, I know. S- mm. Soapboxing here. 
So I guess we'll just round this out with one of probably the best questions I've ever asked. Anybody. Yes. <laughs> what qualities make you believe a walrus would be a great attorney? Mm. A walrus would be a great attorney. <laughs> so, because like, in, if, the, in the cartoons, yeah. you usually have the walrus who who's very intelligent. Mm. It's because of their whiskers and their their big teeth, that, ah. that big tusk. You know, they look very, you know, they look very intelligent. They look like something you would go to for advice. Hmm. I think of that every time I see a walrus. <laughs> I mean, I've seen like three of them, but I'm like, I feel like I need advice from this guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. He knows I what's think, good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think they, I think they can, they're strong arguers too. I think they really fight for what they believe in. I've never mm. seen one that, that has lost an argument. How would, how would penguins be as attorneys though? Ooh. They look like they're dressed for the part. So Ooh. that's, that's, the that's all. They're just, yeah. they're dressed they're, for it, but they're dressed for success. <laughs> Without a doubt. Mm. What, is an, what is another animal that would make a great attorney? Mm. Like I to would, defend uh, you and like an elephant. On, on, now, oh, I can see an, that. Yeah, an I th- I, it's the tusk. Tusk really. That, sure, yeah, and they're also big, they, big tusk energy. You look into <laughs> the eyes of an elephant; they just seem to know. Hmm. Really can can you know. look in both of the eyes of an elephant or can you only look at one at one time? <laughs> I think you could have to do one and then jump to the other yeah. side. And one Unless and one you're like far, you're, you're far enough away and you can see both. But like, I think that's on true. Each, opposite sides, they, I guess. They, I don't know. They are. Yeah, they are. It's, uh, yeah. I totally agree. So mm. looking. Yeah. They do seem trustworthy though. So they do. Yeah. Again, yeah. I've never, I've never known an elephant to lie. So, so if, Yes. If what would happen if one attorney, there was a, I guess, a court case, and one person's attorney was an elephant and the other one's was a walrus, who would win? Hmm. That would be a good matchup. That would really, (laughs) I I would go, hopefully, the, hopefully it would be a good case and the elephant was on the side of right (laughs) because I would really go for the elephant. (laughs) Pulling for, pulling for the elephant, huh? I am pulling for the elephant. I have a well, I have I'm a thing for woolly mammoths, so you know, all the same family. We're good to go. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, fortunately, in our lifetime, we'll probably see this happen. So, this answer, <laughs> this question will be answered. I'll be uh, looking out, and when it does happen, I'm going to call you guys. Yes. Just to say we'll you be- were right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you have anything ah. else to add here, Michael, or um, has he been thoroughly prodded? <laughs> Uh, I believe we are done prodding Todd. On to the next segment. That's odd, Todd. As if the um, last segment was not odd enough, we are going to roll into That's Odd, Todd. This is where we will ask you about the uh, two truths and one lie. And if you have those ready, go ahead and spout them off. Michael and I will try to decipher it. Let's All right, here we go. I am in the Guinness Book of World Records. Mm. I took a year off after college to sail around the world. And I used to run triathlons. Oh, goodness hmm. gracious. See, two of those could be intertwined. Right. You might be in the Guinness World 
records for the triathlons. And you said sailing. you sailed across the world. I know, yeah. I mean, the some world. of these could be intertwined. Sailing the world. The entire world. Is that what you said? Or I did say the world. Yes. The I world. Mm-hmm. Every square inch of the ocean is what I'm can't hearing. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> this is tough. Mm. I don't know. Appears to be in shape. Seems so. I mean, fast. You have to be in shape to do probably almost any of those things. Yes. Except for the Guinness. I mean, that could be anything, well, you can, quite literally. Uh, yeah, you can. Re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that you could be in the world record book for. Mm-hmm. I wish we could ask why or what, but. Well, we can find mm-hmm. that out once mm-hmm. you answer your. Yeah, once, yeah, once the truth is revealed or the lie is seem- revealed. Okay, I, I'm going to go ahead. I, I can see you as a sailing sailing man. Hmm. I can see you as a triathlon man. I can also see you in the world record book, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that is my final answer. I have no idea. You know, I'm going to go with uh, the 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 sailing one. That was yeah. that, that was where I was leaning towards because that's the lie. It depends on what he sailed in. I don't know the I world. Know I mean, is. that's intense. Yes. Yeah, like the world is a big know. place. He's a busy guy. He's got movies to make. He's got photos to shoot. Does he have time he, to sail the world? I don't know. He had time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. I mean, I don't know when. Don't know where. I'm, obviously, the world. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot the world record one. I, I don't okay. think you're in the world record book for some reason. All right. So we're locking you. in our answers there. Unfortunately, Michael, you are correct. Dang it! As always, this is, this is what's new? <laughs> Nothing. You are <laughs> did not sail the world. Okay. Too busy of a man. Did not oh, yeah. sail. So, yes. Tell us. Tell us what you oh, the Guinness thing. For. So, uh, yeah. so I mentioned earlier that I did these collaborative films. So there is a film that I did called The Owner. I've done three. Um, the last statement. The owner and then the backpack. And the owner, I think the backpack and the owner, I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most directors on a feature film. So oh, nice. I was I was one oh, of twenty-five directors. Oh. <laughs> one of twenty-five directors who actually made a movie. That's a lot and of direction. It's a lot of direction, <laughs> believe me. So um, but yes, we are we were, and we knocked out a, a film that I think had 20 directors that mm-hmm. was done by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Okay. So oh, nice. Was, That's so cool. Pretty cool. Yes. But yeah. today, who knows? Uh, I mean, this was, this was a few years ago. So yeah, hmm. that was it. Direct, direct-a-thon. Director. Most yeah. directors on a future Direct-a-thon. <laughs> director-thon. Yes. And then you I said the triathlon. Or did you say triathlons? Yeah. So I did oh. try. I did try. With a Z. After, <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> I did triathlons in uh, when I got out of college, so oh, wow. for about three years. So I did oh, wow. five, five oh. of them. What uh, was your favorite nice. event of the three? Biking. Biking. Yeah, yep. biking. Biking is biking's great. Um, that swim is a bear, and yeah. then running you sort of get used to it. Yeah, uh, but biking yeah. definitely biking. I, I'm built as a biker, and mm-hmm. um, it you know that was great. Nice. So it's good times. That's awesome. Yeah. Have, yeah. Have, have you ever sailed? Yes. Yeah, I used okay. to sail. Okay. So that not is the world. Story. Not the yeah. world. Do you, but, uh, do, you plan on, do you plan on it? 
Ooh, yeah. No, no, because I'll tell you why. Because years ago, (laughs) I was hired as a camera person to shoot a relay race. There's an island that's 26 miles off the coast of of Santa Monica called Catalina Island. Uh And they had a relay race for, I think, multiple sclerosis. And they had however many dozens of swimmers that literally swam the channel. So they swam 26 miles from the island to the beach of Santa Mm. Monica. And I was one of the guys in the boat with a camera, Mm. little camera, little boat, filming these guys as as they were swimming. And we started at night. We started at like 3 o'clock in the morning. And then Mm. the fog rolled in. And we're in the channel where these large ships come, you know, all the cargo cargo ships. Yeah. And I sat there and I went, this is not my world. This is, I'm not, I am not indigenous to the ocean. If I fell overboard, I'm fish food. That's it. (laughs) So, um, so I gained a whole new respect for the water, for the ocean. And when I was younger, I used to sail all the time and we did all these crazy things and, yeah. The, for some reason now, I'm like, you know what? Not my world. Yeah. So I See, don't know like, what's below me. I don't know what's looking up going, hmm, Yeah. <laughs> and see, like, not being a sailing man, um, I would really love to do that. Like, just be sail across, like, the world. But mm-hmm. I don't know how that feeling would be. Like, I mean, I've been out in the middle of the Atlantic on, like, a ship before. And mm-hmm. it feels it's weird being out there with nothing around. Like you can't see land. Exactly. You can't see anything. I could mm. not imagine that being on like a tiny sailboat with like just myself. Yeah. yeah I don't it want would to be, it would be that. very uncomfortable. I, I don't think right. it'd be very comfortable. You feel I feel uh, so susceptible to everything. I just don't think that's how I'm wired. I, as yeah. much as I love sailing and the wind and the, I mean, it's all wonderful. Yeah. I want to be able to see the shore. And um, I'd rather be stuck in the desert, quite honestly. I'd rather be going, nope. man, it's hot and I'm stuck in the desert. <laughs> but at least I know I'm here. I know it's under my yeah. feet and I'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, yes. Right. Because like if you're, if you're in the middle of the ocean, basically, you're in a water desert. That's, basically true. that's with right. The, yes, the that's equivalent right. of the, the, sun's, the sun exposure and everything is the same. Yes. yes. So you, you might as well be on the land, not yes. surrounded. I, well, I guess you have to watch out for scorpions and stuff yeah. in the desert. That's true. And you, cacti. You know, got you got to work mm. out, watch out for everything. Sneak up on no you, no matter what. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so cool. That's yeah. that was a um, that was pretty interesting. Thanks for um, <laughs> taking us on that exhilarating ride. Uh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It's a pl- pleasure it's winning as always. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the <laughs> next segment. In Todd, we trust. Okay. I, I, <laughs> I always oh. think it's such it's, it's such a weird contrast that we have him lie to us initially, and then our next segment is trusting him. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's a logical progression here. Right, uh, it's logical. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, in Taiwi trust. Um, well, well, I trust him because I I I'm able to read him well, unlike you. So you yeah. may not be able to read anything. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> may not be able uh, to read anything. Yeah, Todd, I, I don't. Todd, just Todd's can't read honest. a book. <laughs> Todd's are kind and honest, so you yes, have to do yeah. that. Yeah, it's yes, true. So I guess what's one piece of advice that you'd like to leave the listeners, or as we call them, the Todd Squad? The, oh, I love the Todd Squad. I would say <laughs> um, um, be persistent. 
Just be Ooh. persistent. Don't take no for an answer. And yeah. I mean, if you feel it, if you really feel it, then you have to keep going no matter what. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and put in the work. You know, don't look for don't look for shortcuts. Put in the work. So um, I like it. Yeah, it's not it's not about. I mean, crossing the finish line is great, but mm-hmm. it's really that race is pretty awesome. You know, yep. and you'll certainly have yep. wonderful peaks and horrible valleys, but learn from it. And um, I'm 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 pretty darn optimistic, even on yeah. the on the even on the most difficult day. So I would say just you know keep going and and learn from everything. Yeah, mm. learn never stop. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I like how you kind of mentioned like don't don't obsess over that final outcome. No, just right. fall in love with that process. Fall in love with the journey. Persist and learn yes. along the way. That's I love it. That's it. That's definitely something I think everybody can. Everybody goes does things and they always want to end it, but you don't appreciate what you're doing in the moment. Yeah, exactly. Well, and there's that, a big thing. Makes, you know, today there's a especially with all the startups and entrepreneurs, and you you always have a you know you have an exit strategy per se. But mm-hmm. you know, on the one hand, have your exit strategy if that's what you want. But mm-hmm. learn from that and don't look just to cash out. I mean, really enjoy enjoy and and, and have a big takeaway that's a lot yeah. more than financial. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. Really, certainly. Not everything has to be financial. Yes. There's a lot of yes. extra extracurricular feelings you can you can get out of things. <laughs> <Is> it, yes. <laughs> yes. I mean there's a there's a there, you know, there there's a it's a big world and there's a lot yes. to, there's a lot of takeaways. So mm-hmm. don't just worry about one thing, do it and then move on. I mm-hmm. mean, that's when you become a, um, that's when you get too many hyphens. What's the expression yes. of, uh, <laughs> jet master of oh. Jack, Jack of all trades, Jack of all master trades. of none. Something like that. Yeah. Is that you want to be, yeah. you know, not that you want to, not that you want to be, not that you want to specify but you really want to um, gather as much information, as much knowledge, and really enjoy the process. It's, yeah. yeah, you know, you just don't, it's not about getting in and getting out. Yeah. Right, that's that's not what it is. So, unless yeah. you're really in the wrong place, if you're really in the wrong place, then make a decision. Make decisions. Yeah. Definitely make yeah. decisions. I like that. Act, react, and course correct, yes. and keep going. Yeah, just nice. remember, yeah, yes. if you don't make a decision. Somebody else will make it for you. And, Ooh, that's uh, true. That's, uh, yes. that's an odd worthy right there. Yes. It's time to give a nod to Todd. Tip All of the right. old hat. Yes. Accept nice, these nods, man. Todd. I will take it. My first Todd <laughs> nod. That was wonderful. First of many, I, I can assure you. So I hope so. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had a great time. Thanks for taking the time out. Oh, likewise. Joining right? us. Thank, yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, if I could give one plug, I, one thing that we didn't bring in. Yeah. We didn't plug talk it about. up. So one, one plug is uh, <laughs> when the, the whole pandemic started, and I mentioned that I have a big theater background, is mm-hmm. I started something called Smartphone Theater and smartphonetheater.com. And every Friday, every Friday at 5 o'clock, we do – it's a somewhere it's a combination between a reading and a performance and I have actors and, and playwrights from Broadway to Hollywood and they all come in and they do new productions, new plays. 
So we started, and this is one of the reasons why I've been so busy, is uh, we started literally March 27th. And I've had a show every week except for one. I took one weekend off. And, yeah. um, and it's been great. It's really been, it's been fantastic. The, the original impetus was just because I have a, a wonderful creative community. It was all about just keeping everybody busy, keeping everybody working and doing right. the thing. Yeah. You know, actors act, writers write, directors direct. And that's really what it was. But now it's grown and we have audiences from you know, weekly audiences from 50 to 150 people, and, nice. awesome. um, which is great. And yesterday we did yeah. a book reading from the director of Mork and Mindy and Laverne and Shirley. And oh, wow. It was just awesome. It was fantastic. Yeah, that, so yeah, that's that my big awesome. shout out. That's my big shout yeah. out. Yeah, this has been a little baby that I've been in. Uh, keeping going you know since march 27th and we're just mm. we're just going to keep it up and and that's it so smartphonetheater.com people come fridays at five um fridays at five pacific time okay. so for you people awesome. on the east coast it's eight o'clock and nice. you may recognize some of the people on screen from some of your favorite shows and there you have it cool that, is that that is awesome. is that theater spelt er or is it the fancy like re 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 I own both websites, actually. Ah, well, so there you one go. Goes Smart. Smartly. <laughs> yeah, so either or. Either or. <laughs> Smart. Yes. So it's R-E yeah. or E-R, and they all go to the same place. Nice. Okay. And, and yeah. we, do have, um, we do have a section on the website called Episodes, which has all of our previous episodes. So if you want to catch up on anything, then you can certainly do that. So yeah, I'm fact, browsing through right I'm browsing through cool. right now. It looks it looks awesome. Oh, cool! In fact, uh, yeah. uh, two weeks ago we did a full length, and I had an amazing cast. And um, the man who played the actor who played our grandfather is a very recognizable guy. If you're a Seinfeld fan, he's on Seinfeld. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, the cast was terrific from Soup to Nuts. And but we've <laughs> had you know great people from great people throughout. So. Brad's that checking is, it out. That, no, that's right. yeah. that's super cool. I like that a lot. And everybody out there, make sure you check that out. Um, we'll we'll plug the uh, website into the description when the podcast is great. Thank you in so the podcast. Much. So cool. And thank you again, and everybody it's out been there. A in in addition to checking out the website, uh, smartphonetheater.com, Go ahead and check him out on Instagram at Todd Makes Photos, and that's photos F O T O S. Yeah, that's actually my um, initials, TMF, so that's why it's photos with an F. Ooh, ah, I see it. There you go. This guy. This guy's all over so, it. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> well, I, I like it. I dig it. Um, yeah, and while you're on Instagram following Todd, go ahead and head over to the at the Toddcast pod. Go ahead and follow us and subscribe wherever you can find podcasts. Drop a five-star review to, find, to show some love to the Todds of the world. If you're a Todd or know any Todds, slide into our DMs at the Toddcast Pod or email us at the Toddcast Pod at gmail.com. All right. And with that, I'm Michael. I'm Bread. <laughs> and, I'm he's Todd. Todd. and he's Todd. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this has been great. Thank you guys so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.